What's going on, everybody? It is Lyle Lewis, a.k.a. Reverend Lewis, a.k.a. Sean Lewis. Hey, coming at you one more time. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in to my Pain Fighters podcast. Hey, I love you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go ahead and get get on with the formalities. Hey, um, as you all know, I am a minister at the Word Evangelistic Church, where the pastor of the church is the prophet, Willie C. Townsend. The co-pastor, excuse me, the co-pastor of the church is prophetess Denise Townsend. Uh, a lot of people probably always like, why did I announce the pastor and the co-pastor? Because they work as one. They both run the church. Uh, of course, the pastor leads the church, but, you know, uh, the co-pastor works very closely with the pastor, being that being his wife and all. You know, they work very well together. And, it, you know, uh, you, you, we can't give honor to one without giving honor to the other. They've been, you know, very great inspiration to each other and to us as their members. Um, one being the leader of the church and the other one being a prime example of what it is to follow after a prophet. So, uh, by all means, Hey, you know, if you need further explanation, tune into our telecast and podcast and everything, not podcast, but the telecast and the streamlines and all this other kind of stuff. And the prophet will break it down to you even further. All right. But Hey, you know, the pastor is prophet. Willie C. Townsend, the co-pastor is prophet. And he sounds I am a minister at the word evangelistic church working underneath my pastor. Um, we're located in Chicago, Illinois. Come check us out. If you are in the area, come. you can look us up on Google. You can look us up on Facebook. You can look us up on uh, YouTube. You can look us up on the word evangelisticchurch.com. We are all over the web. All right, everybody. So um, thank you to my guys at Lutown Productions. Thank you to Anchor for creating this platform. And thank you to my people over at Serenity Clothing Apparel.com. ClothingApparel.com. Check them out. You know they're good people. They're, they're working hard to help. You know, get the world in their in, in, in their unique look. All right. But on to business. All right. So we are going to go ahead and go into the Word of God. Yeah, we're going to go into the Word of God today, baby. That's right. Now I know that normally, um, you know, I, I've been doing the um, the whole thing where it's. Um, Add to your faith, virtue, knowledge. Well, you know, I'm going to continue that, you know, as I go along. But, you know, as I'm going along, the Lord will drop certain messages into my spirit and have me to, you know, preach them to you guys. Um, and, you know, just just some of them will be more urgent than others. And this was one where the Lord really was putting it on my spirit to get this message out to you guys. So, I'm, you know, I'm just going to be obedient to the spirit of God. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to go into the word of God. Uh, the scripture that the Lord gave to me comes from Joshua, the 24th chapter, starting at the 14th verse. And it reads, now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorite in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Notice how he, notice how Joshua was talking here, talking about how he was, tell, he was telling everybody, make a choice, make a choice. There is no straddling the fence. There is no, I'm going to serve a little bit of God today and serve a little bit of the devil tomorrow. And no, either you're either serving one or you're serving the other. There is no fine line. The fine line is you either are or you are not. 
there's a line, spiritually speaking, there's a line in the sand. You're either on one side of it or the other. There is no, I'm on both sides. With man, you can play the neutral game. With man, you can say, oh, I don't want to pick either side. I'm just neutral. I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? You can do that with politics. You can do that with street gangs. You can do that, you know what I'm saying? And differences of opinion. You can do all of it then. But when it comes down to God, you make a choice. Either you're going to serve God or you're not. That's what Joshua was saying. Either you're going to serve God or you're not. Make your choice. But notice what Joshua said. Notice the choice he said. But I'm telling you the choice I'm going to make. Me and my house are going to serve the Lord. Notice how he made the choice. As the leader of his house, he said, this is what me and my house are going to do. I'm going to instruct my house in the way of righteousness. It was the same way with Cornelius. When God sent a word to Cornelius saying, hey, look, you're a good man. I noticed, you know, your arms come up before me as memorial. But one thing now lack is you need to learn. You need the word. He told him, go find Peter. Now, notice, uh, notice what Cornelius chose to do. Not only did he go find Peter, but he chose to have everybody in his family in the house. Hey, look, y'all going to come listen to this man. Notice the choice he made for him and his house. So you get it where so many people all over the world, doesn't matter what race you are, doesn't matter what denomination you are, what religion you are, all that crap, throw that all in the garbage, okay? Throw all of that in the garbage. People in general, period. I don't care who you are, black, white, Asian, doggone, Indian, it doesn't matter who you are. Everybody falls into the same category where they want to try to blame somebody else for a choice that they made, be it good or bad. You don't want to take responsibility for your actions. Instead, you want to pawn your actions off on what somebody else did. Notice how in the Bible it was where uh, Saul, Saul, Instead of taking the responsibility for his actions, he said, oh, well, I did it because of the people or uh, it was the soldiers that took the sacrifice. And you know what I'm saying? Notice how he, every single time he got in trouble, he wanted to throw the blame off on somebody else. Notice how when Eve got in trouble with God, when he said, did you eat the apple? Oh, well, the serpent, uh, uh, he tricked me. Notice how Adam, oh, well, Lord, notice now, notice what Adam did. Okay. Adam, all due respect, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, Eve did a horrible thing in eating the fruit. But I'm, look, don't get me wrong. While Eve did something bad, Adam did something bad and stupid. Look at what Adam said. God said, Adam, did you eat the fruit? He said, yeah, but I only gave it to, I only ate it because the wife, he blamed his wife that you gave me. He tried to put the blame off on his wife and on God. He didn't just blame his wife. He blamed, he blamed his wife and he blamed God. Like, seriously? He tried to pawn it off on everybody else. And that's how it's been since the beginning of time. Instead of just saying, I made this choice. Look what David did. He said, Lord, against thee and thee only have I sinned. When he realized that the, that the devil was, that, that not the, the devil, but uh, that when the prophet was talking about him in the parable when the prophet said you're the man David didn't blame nobody else he didn't blame Bathsheba the devil he didn't blame any of his other wives not being available he blamed nobody but himself he said against thee and the only have I sinned against you I did you wrong Lord he took responsibility for his actions because he realized this was a choice he made he messed up 
See, man will try to tell you everything about, oh, oh, well, you know, it, yeah, you can always, it's somebody else's fault. There's always somebody to blame. That's what man will tell you. Man will always tell you, oh, there's always somebody else to blame. There's always somebody else who, you know, who, who's this and that. There's always somebody else. You don't have to take responsibility for this action. Let's find out, you know, and then that's the reason why, man, they do a lot of investigations on things. Let's find out what the real culprit is. Let's find out who the real culprit is. Oh, well, this wouldn't happen if this individual hadn't have done that, which caused this, which caused that, which caused this, which caused you to do that. But at the end of the day, no matter what chain reaction happened, there's a lot of different things that happen that go down that doesn't have to happen because it stops, it starts and stops with an individual just saying, just thinking about it and just saying, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go that way. I'm not going to let Satan tempt me. I'm not going to let Satan use me. You got to where a lot of people got caught cheating on their spouses, their girlfriends, their boyfriends or whoever. Oh, I don't know how this happened. Yeah, you do. Don't play dumb. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. This just happened. It just happened. Like I, it didn't mean anything. It just happened. I assure you. I'm a married man. I've never cheated on my wife. And every time I'm alone with my wife, I try to just make it happen. I try to make those scenarios where it's just, it just happened. I don't know how it happened. And not one time have I ever just woke up with my wife like, what? Oh man, it just happened. It, 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 I missed it. It just happened. No, 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 no. It was always something that was initiated and always something that was agreed upon. You always get it where everybody wants to throw the blame off on everybody else. Hence the reason why, the reason why I chose this message is called choices. Choices. That's what we're going to call this message. Choices. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about your choices that you make. A lot of people are in bad predicaments in their lives because of the bad choices that they made. Because of a lot of things that they did in the past that are they're suffering for today. There's a lot of people who are married to people. That bad choice of who you chose to marry is causing you to suffer today. That bad choice of you having children out of wedlock is causing you to suffer today. That bad choice of, of sleeping around with all kinds of different people, you're suffering for that today. You got kids, you got diseases, you've got people after you, you got all kinds of problems and all the other kinds of you're depressed, you don't feel like you're worth anything until you know because you know if nobody's interested in sleeping with you, you don't feel as though you're worth anything. Why? Why do you feel that way? Because of bad choices you made in the past. A lot of people are depressed. Why? Because they choose to be depressed. A lot of people, oh, how can you say that you choose to be depressed? Look, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, and when I was a kid, we're talking about in the 90s, okay? 1990s. In the 1990s and 80s, you know, and you know what I'm saying, and, and, and early 2000s, depression was an emotion. It was not a disease. It was not a disease. It was not something that was regulated by the FDA, by the Food and Drug Administration. It was not something admitted. It was not something controlled by them. It was an emotion that you needed to get over. It was an emotion that you needed to fight to come out of. 
It was an emotion that you needed to choose to say, hey, I'm going to stop being upset, but I'm going to choose to be happy. That's your choice. But because it's so much easier to play the victim, a lot of people always want to say it's a disease. Satan leads people to believe it's a disease. Man leads people to believe it's a disease. Let me break it down to you. Man will tell you it's a disease. Why? Because, again, Food and Drug Administration benefits from them telling you it's a disease. Hey, depression is a disease. Come buy all these drugs and this medication and then this and get these treatments and this and that, that and this that allow uh, that allow the insurance companies, Food and Drug Administration, and God knows who else to make all kinds of money off of, off of this disease man will tell you it's a disease because again man always wants to help soothe an individual and tell them oh there's nothing that's your fault there's nothing that's your fault oh no 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 you're depressed no that's not your fault that you're depressed no it's your job's fault that you're depressed who chose the job no it's your kid's fault that you're depressed who had the children oh no it's your spouse's fault that you're depressed who married them Oh, my life is hard. Who chose to live that life? If you're depressed, you can choose to come out of it. You can choose to be happy. Get in God. You can choose to get in God. And the Lord will teach you how to stay happy and stay out of depression. Get yourself saved. Get yourself in God. Well, well, Rev, 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 let me ask you this question. There's a lot of people who are saved that are depressed. My point exactly. They're depressed because they choose not to follow the word of God. They're depressed because they choose not to listen to what the word of God has to say unto them. And if they're looking for their pastor to tell it to them, okay, if the pastor ain't preaching it, you dig and dive into the word of God yourself to find out what the word of God has to say about depression because it's in the Bible. The Bible, there's a reason why the Bible tells us to give praise unto God. These things are things that break through depression. These things are things that break through bad spirits. These things are things that help break through when you're angry, sad, upset, depressed. When you go praising God, when you choose to be happy. When you follow the word of God and let the word of God mold you and teach you how to stay out of these different emotions. Then you'll find an individual who stays happy no matter what life throws at them. You'll find an individual who can praise God genuinely from their heart because they chose to follow the Lord. Notice what Joshua said. Me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Meaning no matter what, I don't care what's going on. I don't care who said what. I don't care who shot John. I don't care. We're going to serve the Lord until the day we die. Why? Because he knew that in God are all benefits. He knew that in God, in the end, it's going to pay off. He knew that in God is protection, love, happiness, joy, peace, healing, satisfaction. There's whatever you want. It is in God. He knew this. But people choose not to turn their life over to God. But they want to wonder why their life is going so bad. And then you got people who have turned their life over to God. Their lives are still going bad and they don't understand why. A lot of people who turn their life over to God, majority of them, they're not following the word of God. Majority of them, not all of them. You do have some of them that truly are saved. They're following the word of God. You're going through your trials and tribulation. Those of you who truly are following the word of God, doing what the word of God told you to do, listening to the spirit of God, obeying the word of God, living the word of God. Hey, the Bible said, he, the, 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 the Bible said, uh, Satan's going to put you in prison, some of you in prison for 10 days. He said, but be faithful unto death. God said he stands with you at all times. 
So there's nowhere that you are that that God is not there. He's there. You go to the to the deepest. You go to, you go to the pits of hell. He's there. You go to the highest of heavens. He's there. Doesn't matter. God is with you. If you're following the word of God, if you're living the word of God, if you're striving with everything you know how to serve God, God is with you. Don't doubt it. Don't look around at the situations and the circumstances. Choose to look at the Lord. Choose you this day who you're going to serve. You're going to serve what you see or you're going to serve God. Choose. Notice what David said. He said, I look to the hills from which come my help. Well, whose choice is it to look? Who controls your eyes? Who controls your neck? Who controls what you see? You do. It's your choice of what you look at. It's your choice at where your perspective is aimed. So you got a lot of people who they try to they try their best to stay as positive as they possibly can. You want to know why? They choose to look at the right perspective of things that help them to get over and get through hurdles. But you got a lot of people who stay negative. They stay depressed and sad. Why? Because of what they choose to look at. It's all about the choice that you make. What are you choosing to look at? Life is hard. Life sucks. Life is all. And, 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 okay. How are you looking? What, is, what, what are you choosing to focus on? What is the choice that you're making to look at? Are you looking at how every time you do something, it doesn't work? Are you choosing to focus on how every single time everybody else is getting this and this more and more than you are? Or are you choosing to constantly focus on God? Are you choosing to serve the Lord? Are you choosing to dive into your word and let God nourish your spirit? What are you choosing to do? Stop putting it off on everybody else. Stop putting it off on everything else. Stop putting it off on the devil. Choose to put it on you. Look at yourself. Look at yourself and then analyze everything for what it is through by the truth. Not by your emotions. Not by what your mom says or what your friends think. No. Analyze it for what it is. Are you looking at things in the right perspective? Are you choosing to be negative? Are you choosing to not go the way that you're supposed to go? Are you choosing to go contrary to the word of God? Are you choosing to serve God? What are you doing? What choices are you making? What choices have you made? And at the end of the day, what choices are you allowing in your mind? Remember this. If Satan can get a hold of your mind, control your mind, make choices for you, he will. Look at how he did Eve. Look at how he did so many other people in the Bible. Even David. He talked to David and manipulated him. The Bible talks about how the devil went and gotten, you know, talked, you know, manipulated David to number Israel. After God told David not to number Israel, you get to count, you get so many times. The, 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 the devil even tried to manipulate Christ. But look at Christ's choices. Man, he chose to give the devil the word of God. He chose to give the devil the word of God. Man doesn't live by bread alone, by every, but by every word. I'm not going to, he chose, he chose, he gave Satan the word. I'm not going to tempt the Lord. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. When he, when he got weak in his choices, notice how he went to God. Lord, let this cup pass for me. But notice the choice of his prayers. Not my will, but let thy will be done. Jesus Christ knew what he had to come here and do. He chose to finish the task. 
This is the reason why we're here today, able to associate ourselves with God, able to communicate with God, able to, to, to say that we're saved, that we're sons and daughters of God. Why? Because of the choice that Christ made. Christ chose to make the choice to go and get, be, be the ultimate sacrifice. You can't choose, but you have a hard time in choosing whether or not you want to be depressed. You have a hard time in choosing whether or not you want to serve God. You have a hard time in choosing whether or not you want to get saved. Here's a man who had to choose to give his life and be separated from his father, which is something, two things he's never had to do. But he made those ultimate choices for you. And you can't make a simple decision as to say, I'm not going to be sad. I'm not going to let Satan bother me. I'm not going to act like this. I'm not going to be like that. I'm not going to think like this. I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to keep my mind focused on God. I'm going to keep looking to the hills from which come with my help. I'm going to praise God at all times. I'm going to choose to let the word of God come out of my mouth rather than all this evil communication and conversation. I'm going to choose to live a holy lifestyle the way that the Lord would have me do it according to the word of God. According to the word of God, instead of living like a whoremonger or living like a, de a defeated individual. See, we want to look down on individuals that are drug addicts. We want to look down on individuals that are prostitutes. We want to look down on individuals that are homeless. And we want to look at them like, oh, how, oh, that's such a shame. It's a shame if you're an individual who's living a defeated life. I don't care if you've got mansions, houses, cars, you got air. You can have planes, trains, automobiles, mansions across. I don't care. If you choose to live a defeated life. You're still, you're no better than the individual that's out there prostituting. You're no better than the individual that's out there strung out on drugs trying to say, man, I done lived a hard life, man. You just don't know. You just don't understand. Both of you made bad choices to do something. The only difference is you probably made a good, you made decent choices that keep you with money or a place to stay or, you know, in a better lifestyle than the one who chose not to be in a better lifestyle. But either way, you're both living a defeated life. Neither one of you got God. Neither one of you are living no nickels worth of dog meat. So what does it matter? Because the money, the cars, the clothes, the the planes, the trains, the automobiles, the mansions, the 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 the, the lavish life, none of that is anything you could take with you. There's none of that that you can turn around and say. Hey, God, I, I got all this money. I bought all this land. I didn't Nope. the Bible says only what you do in God will last on for forever. This is the reason why I choose. I chose. I made a choice to live for God, to serve God. Because I didn't want it to be that my living was in vain. I didn't want it to be that here it is. I didn't did all this work throughout my life. I didn't suffered. I didn't struggle. I didn't endure all kinds of pain here on earth. Only to have it be where now I got to endure all kinds of pain in hell because I didn't make the proper choice in life to serve God. It's not up to Satan. It's not up to no other individual but you and what you want. You want to be delivered? You got to make that choice from being delivered. Jesus, a lot of people, they want to always say, oh, I am like this because of weakness. I'm like this because of what, you know? No, 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 no. You're like this because you didn't make the choice to say enough is enough. 
You're like this because you did not say, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. I've made the choice that this is not going to continue in my life anymore. The Bible says that we shouldn't live in sin. The Bible says, shall, grace, shall, shall we live in sin that grace will abound? God forbid. So if God doesn't want us living in sin, if he delivered me from sin, then I choose not to go back to it. I made a mistake. That's where I'm going to leave it at. I made a mistake. I'm not making that mistake anymore. As long as the Lord forgave me, I'm not going to keep trying to go back and have the Lord keep forgiving me. No, I'm going to stay out. I choose to stay out of that predicament. I choose to stay out of that scenario. I choose to stay out of that, that, that situation. And I choose to focus and serve God. But people want to pretend like they're weak. Oh, I, I, I can't, you know, it's, it's just, I, I just don't understand why I can't pull myself out of it. Have you tried? Truly, genuinely tried. Yeah, I tried. And then I wound up. No, 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 no. No, you didn't try. Because an individual that tried, if they if they tried, they wouldn't be making excuses. They'd say, they'd speak it into an existence. No, I'm delivered. I'm delivered. I'm delivered. If they fall, they get right back up. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm going to keep pushing. 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 I'm going to keep pushing until they get, until they make it to where they choose to be. We do it for sports. We do it for jobs. We do it for family. Why can't we do it for the spirit? Why can't we do it for God? I can choose to be a good husband. I can choose to be a good father. I can choose to be a good employee. I can choose to be a good businessman. I can choose to get rich. I can choose, you know, what car I drive, what life I live, what neighborhood I want to go to. I can choose where I want to go for, but I can't choose how I want my spirit to be. I can't choose to be happy? No, come on now, that doesn't make sense. I can't choose to have a positive frame of mind? Come on now, that doesn't make sense. If I have the choice of everything else that I wanna do and what I wanna be in life, why do I not have the choice to determine how I wanna be in, in my life spiritually, my spiritual life? How do I not have the choice that I wanna serve God because that's what I wanna do? How do I not have the choice that I'm not going to be depressed? How do I not have the choice that I'm not going to be in lust? No, I have the choice. It's a matter of exercising the choice. Exercising my authority over the choice that I had. God gave every man the authority of free will. That's your authority. You have authority of free will to do, come, go, whatever, as you please. But you give it up. You give it up. Why do you give it up? Because you want to keep believing Satan and telling you that you don't have any power. You don't have any authority. No, it's not up to you. Yes, it is. No, you're weak. No, you're not. You're not weak in the flesh. You're weak in the mind. Get your mind strong. If you get your mind strong, you'll develop strength in the flesh. Things go through the mind and from the mind they go to the heart. If you get the mind strong, you can get the heart strong. You get the mind and the heart strong, you can get the flesh strong. And that's not to say that we get the flesh strong to trust the flesh. It means that we get the flesh strong in the sense of like this. Between your between the choices that you've made and what's in your heart, you can keep the flesh restrained. You have the strength to keep the flesh restrained. You have the power to keep your flesh under control. 
But that's if you believe you've got the choice. God gave you the choice. And what, what is that choice? The authority of free will. You have a choice, man. This is the reason why Joshua said in the word, he said, choose you this day. He gave everybody, he said, hey, you've got the authority to choose who you want to serve. If you want to serve God, serve God. If you want to serve these other gods, serve the other gods. But choose. Make your choice. Even Jesus Christ said, I would prefer that you be hot or cold. But an individual that's lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. Why? God can't do nothing with somebody who's indecisive. Notice what he said. A double-minded man, let him not think he shall receive anything. Because he said he's unstable. Look at what the Bible said. The Bible says an unjust weight is an abomination. Well, where does God talk about an unjust weight? In an individual's mind? In an individual's spirit? In the choices that he makes? Look at how an individual does things. You can tell that they're unbalanced. That's an abomination because you're somebody who's trying to play. Even the Bible, come on, man. Even the Bible says you can't eat at two tables. You can't serve two masters. Because no matter what you do, you're always going to gravitate to one and hate the other. If Jesus Christ knew this, how are we not reaping the benefits? The Bible said these things were written for our ammunition. What does that mean, written for our ammunition? Meaning written for our learning, written for our understanding, written for our knowledge that we can benefit from what they went through. But that's if you choose to listen to the word of God. That's if you choose to follow the word of God. That's if you choose to live the word of God. You got to get saved, man. Man, you got to look, you got to you got to turn your life around. You can't keep going down the same path, always pretending like everything is everybody else's fault. When you stand before God, God is not going to he's not going to have your mom, your dad, brother, sister, girlfriend, fiance, boyfriend. He's not going to have any. It's going to be you and you only. And the choices and decisions that you made. And no matter who you try to say, oh, no, it's their fault. It's their fault. It's their fault. No matter who you try to pull into the picture, God is going to look at you and say, what did you choose to do? What did you do? Because we all have a choice. As much as I wish as Adam would have just walked away from Eve when she ate that fruit, he made the choice to go along with her. As much as I wish that Eve would have made the choice to walk away from Satan and never eat the fruit in the first place, it was their choice. Unfortunately, hey, I can't. What I can do is control my choices, though. I can't control what another man chooses to do, but I can control what I choose to do. I can choose how I react to other people. I can choose how to treat my brothers and sisters. I can choose whether or not to be mad or whether to be upset or whether to be depressed or whether to be happy, whether to praise God, whether to give God full service. I can choose those things. That's my choice. That's my authority. The power to choose, the power to make my own choices. But we give that power and that right up to Satan. Oh, well, the devil made me do it or all oh, those wrong spirits just got a hold of me. And, you know, there's nothing that happened that you didn't want to happen. If it really was that Satan was manipulating you, 
you at some point in time, there's one thing, like, there's one thing where, you know, we may not necessarily always know what spirit we're off in. There are those times. But once it's brought to our attention that we're not operating in the right sense, the right way, the right structure, the right spirit, we're not obedient, we're not, once it's brought to your knowledge and your attention, what then? So you got to where so many people, they swear, but now I'm doing, I did that and I did this because I didn't know. But then you get it where they found out that it's wrong and they're still doing it. And you look at them like, I thought you said you were doing this and that only because you didn't know it was wrong. Then you ask them, well, well hell, I mean, they, they, I've been doing it this long. Well, no, 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 no. It's still your choice. Notice they're choosing to keep doing it. At first they were like, I didn't know it was wrong. Okay. Well, if you didn't know it was wrong, you know now. So stop. Why aren't you stopping? They don't want to. Notice what I said. They don't want to. What is want? Want is a form of a choice. Want is a form of a choice. So I say this in my clothes. Before you go giving up your rights, before you go feeling as though that you want to make excuses about uh, what you want to say, you know, you had no control over. Remember this. You always have the choice to say yay or nay. You always have the choice to stay or walk away. You always have the choice of saying, you know, standing up and saying that's not right. You always have that choice. Now, unfortunately, yes, there's a lot of choices. Some There's a lot of choices, be them good or bad choices. Be it good or bad choices, especially in today's society. Be it good or bad choices. There's a lot of choices we make. Be it good or bad, we have to suffer consequences for. But again, that's up to you. There's the choices you make. When you go to do something, that's the reason why this is also the reason why the Bible tells you before you go to do anything, sit down and count the cost. Make sure you have sufficient enough to finish it. Make sure you have enough in you to stand up for the truth. Make sure you got enough faith in you to stand up for the truth. Make sure you got enough, enough, uh, 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 well, what if I don't? Is that, no, don't use that as an excuse. Don't use that as, as an excuse. Well, I don't have it. If you said make sure you got it. Let me break this down to some of you who, who love making excuses and who love to place the blame off on other people who don't like making choices for yourself. Let me break this down for you. When I say make sure you have enough, I'm not telling you make sure you have enough before you come to God. No, what I'm saying is this. You make sure you got enough to finish whatever it is you started. And if you don't have enough to finish what you started, go get it. Go get what you need. You're not helpless. Oh, man, look, you can look online. You can look on the news. You can look all over. There are all kinds of people who don't have the resources you have. And they found a way to make things happen. If they can do it, you can do it. You got people without arms, they're driving, they're, they're, they're doing things like, hey, they didn't have kids, they're doing all kinds of stuff, you know what I'm saying? You got people without legs playing sports. You got folks who are, who, are, who are paralyzed, they're out working full-time jobs, and you mean to tell me you can't make a choice to say, I'm going to go the distance and do such and such and such? You can do whatever it is you want to do. If you put your mind to it, you can do whatever it is you want to do. Now I'm going to tell you like all these after school specials. I'm going to tell you just like all these other pastors want to tell you. Oh, yeah, the Lord loves you. And yeah, I'm going to tell you that God does love you and he will get behind you if you're following his word. 
He'll get behind you if you're holy. According to what he's teaching you. According to what God is telling you to do. He'll get behind you. Whatever it is that you're lacking, you can go after it. And God will back you up 100%. 100%. How do I know this? Because there was a lot of times there was things that I was lacking in my spirit. Lots of things I was lacking in my spirit when I was, man, I got to say, there was a lot of things, man, I thought this and that, that and this. No, I found out I wasn't. But when I found out that I didn't have these certain things, I went after them. I made the choice. I'm going to go get them. I don't have them. I'm going to get them. God backed me up. I got everything that I went after. Listen to what I'm telling you. I got it. I went after things. I went after peace joy, happiness. I was depressed. I said, I'm not going to be depressed anymore. I went after a better spirit. I went after a more sound mind. I went after peace. I went after joy. I went after healing. I went after these things. But a lot of people are choosing not to go after these things. They're choosing just to sit there and say, I don't know what to do. They're choosing to sit there and say, oh, no one's going to help me get there. Hey, look, what did God say? What did Jesus Christ say to the man who laid at the pool for 18 years? He tried to make excuses. Oh, I couldn't get to the pool because nobody would help me. Wait a minute. What do you mean nobody would help you? What do you mean nobody would help you? If you want it bad enough, go get it. Look at the woman with the issue of blood. She wanted it bad enough. Who helped her? Who was there holding her hand? Who made the choice for her? We got to go touch Jesus. No, she did. She said, all I got to do is touch this man. I got to just touch the hem of his garment and I'll be healed. She made that choice. She made that in her mind. She made that up in her mind. She had the authority over her mind to believe that all she had to do was make it to Jesus Christ. And she'll be okay. And when she did it, what did Christ say? Thy faith has made thee whole. Go ahead, daughter. You didn't did. You didn't did good. At first, when he turned around and said, somebody touched me. The virtue is gone from me. She thought she was in trouble. But Christ told her, no, you're not in trouble. No, you did a good thing. Go ahead. Go in peace. Thy faith made thee whole. The choices you made to believe that if you could get to me, the choices you made in believing that you can be healed, the choices you made in believing that if you were determined enough and if you can push your way through, you can make it. These are your choices that you made that are benefiting you now. Go in peace. It's all about your choices, man. It's all about what choices you make. You want a better life? You want better situations? You want better scenarios? Go after him, man. Go for him. Go. Go get it. But don't leave God out. Don't put God on the back burner to go get a better life. No. Take God with you so that he can instruct you, direct you, tell you what to do. Tell you where there's the traps and pitfalls. He can tell you where to go. Hey, look, don't go that way. Go this way. But when you go, go with God and listen to what God is telling you. Listen to what the Spirit is telling you. Because when the Spirit of God tells you to stop and you want to go, the Spirit of God is telling you to stop for a reason. When the Spirit of God is telling you to go and you don't want to move, you want to stay still, the Spirit of God is telling you, you got to get going. You got to listen to what God is telling you to do. But it's all about the choices you make. You have to choose to listen to God. You got to choose to serve God. Joshua said, me and my house, we're going to serve God. We are. Meaning I'm making the choice. This is what's going to happen. Definitely. I'm not going to guess it. I'm not, well... Um, I, well, you know, if everything turns, nope, he said, me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. Just like, uh, what is it? Moses said, I'd much rather suffer with the children of God than endure the pleasure of sin for sin. He made that choice. Now you're looking at a man who enjoyed the high life. 
Moses was a man who enjoyed the, you know what I'm saying, a high life living at that time. But when he realized who he was, he was like, no, 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 no. I'd much rather suffer with my people. He made that choice. And God was able to use him. So I say this to you all. When life gets you down, when you feel as though all is lost, remember, you have a choice to turn things around. Sometimes it's just as simple as you changing the perspective of your mind, taking your mind and flipping it over and saying, no, I'm not going to feel like this. Sometimes it's just you telling yourself, I'm not going to feel depressed and sad. Sometimes it's you telling yourself, hey, I'm going to get up and I'm going to change my life for the better. But now after you make those choices, understand there's good and bad consequences that come with everything, man. There's consequences that come with everything. Some good consequences, some bad consequences. You got to make up the choice in your mind. Don't be afraid of the choice. We're going to preach a message on fear one of these days. And I'm going to help break it down to you why you shouldn't why you shouldn't be afraid. Why you should just go after things. You know what I'm saying? Trust God. Go and acknowledge God. And if the, once the Lord gives the word, go. Because the Lord already told you. When the Lord gives you confirmation through his word that he's with you, he's with you. Just go, man. This has been Reverend Lewis. I want you guys to keep tuning in. Watch my pastor, Prophet Willie C. Townsend. Check us out on YouTube, Word Evangelistic Church. Facebook. WordEvangelisticChurch.com. You can Google us. You can catch me on Facebook, Lyle Lucky Lewis. All right? Love you guys. Stay safe. Be saved. Or is it be safe? Be safe. Stay safe. Yeah, that's, I like saying that. I like I like that. It's going to be mine. That's, that's, that's my slogan. That's, that's me. That's me. Be safe. Stay safe. Stay safe. Be, I'm working on it. Okay? All right? I'm out. You guys have a good one. Love you. God bless.